It's so lovely to meet you, Hamid. I feel like I'm uh, looking into a better mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the beard, I guess. It's a beard, right? You look like you're hitting the sun. <laughs> working out. It's cool, good, man. So tell me, what's about this whole coaching business? Well, um, I started off four years ago, but I've been doing like just bits and pieces of it based on whoever wanted some sort kind of support. I just was in the sense of, okay, how could I better people? Um, and then I was like, you know what? I got into the hang of it. I loved it. And I've seen the impact it has on people's lives and the value that I can bring to the table when it comes to that sense. And ever since uh, I made up that idea of, you know what, this is what I want to do for a living, I decided I'm quitting, quitting my job end of 2017 and pursuing this full time. And who gave you that inspiration? I mean, I don't think you just woke up one day and you're like, you know what, I'm going to be a life coach. Oh, interesting. No. I think I got into the point where I've, I've, I've chosen myself like for once in my life, you know, like what does Hamid want? And this made perfect sense to me. Mm -hmm. And I woke up one day, I was like, you know what? Um, today's the day. Gave in my resignation. Uh, here, by this point, I had like a couple of certifications. I've done it for myself. And that's when I was like, you know what? Today, I choose me. And <laughs> walk in, give in my resignation, and never look back. And how old were you at that point that you made the decision, hey, you know what? Life is too short to live it for other people. Four years ago. Four years ago. Yeah, which is... 30, uh, I'm 30, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know how old you are now, yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't do the math for you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so so it, it's it's fascinating to me that for 30 years almost, you lived your life for other people, right? For their expectations, yeah. their demands. Looking back on it, do you think you, you needed the 30 years? Or did you think, hey, you know what? I should have just taken that step a little sooner. I think... Most of us, uh, for some reason, we don't see it from that perspective. What happens is you live your life and unintentionally you are influenced or directed based on the environment that you live in, right? They kind of give you the aspect of this is how life goes, this is what you need to be doing, this is what's better for you, and they do it out of love. Yet you take that and it at that point that becomes your inspiration but when your outer reality doesn't match your inner reality that's where the conflict happens that's why that's when you feel like you know what what's going on i'm not happy things are not going the way that i want you know and this is where people stumble upon the midlife crisis i would say or um the point that they want to you know, like they're not happy. Sure. But it depends. It comes down to you. What do you do about it? So, do you, are you most of your client base then people who are going through their midlife crisis or younger? I guess um, I met a lot of people. Okay. I worked with a lot of people. Alhamdulillah, I mean, and um, that doesn't answer the question though. Yeah. No. <laughs> the thing is, no, no. What I want to aim to is everyone's different. Some okay. people need a nudge. Some need the punch, some need the slap. Okay. So it depends on where you are at life and what kind of event that triggers uh, triggers you, that wakes you up. You know, that's what's the shake that gets you up. 
some people have to have like something dramatic mm. for them to wake up and you know just start doing for me i would i would say okay nothing bad happened yet it got into a point where like i was um i feel like i was being put in a box and that box is becoming tighter and tighter and tighter until i got like you know what i had it like and I, that's what led me to break free do you f- do you feel like do you feel like escaping the matrix because that's how i look at it right that 95 or so percent of people don't really think for themselves they're kind of like almost like an npc right where they just regurgitate things they're told they don't really put any emphasis or thought into it they don't really have any aspirations or dreams or anything like that i i once at university i met a guy who um said he wants to work for for pizza hut and i was like pizza hut out of all the companies in the world why do i mean their pizza isn't even that good and he said well it's safe Right, and that was I was I was so confused by that answer because again I thought to myself, well, you could also work for Shell. That's also a very safe bet, right? Yeah, yeah. And he, his explanation was, well, oil is going to run out one day, but people are always going to want pizza. <laughs> but that's I like what the association to it, right? Yeah. Thing is, like a lot of people um, would jump onto something without thinking why are they doing it. But if you have someone who's doing something. And there is some sort of association factor associated with that specific thing that he wants to do. You know, that makes it more meaningful. For instance, uh, we were talking about it. I want to add value to people. Sure. And how do I do it? It's using my knowledge, experiences, and everything that I went through on a personal scale. Uh, it makes me more compassionate towards people. So what I do is I kind of try to bring all these um, subject matters education and and why not and try to kind of mold it in a way that would work best for you okay you know and that's the type of value i want to add to you so that you build a better understanding of yourself and live a better quality of life okay i mean first i'm going to dig deeper because we, what are your client bases what are the age groups because we <laughs> we circumvented that question <laughs> so we're we talking about more older or more younger don't give don't give me yeah, that yeah, crap yeah. if it's oh, it's because, all ranges. No, no, no. Because I worked the youngest person I've ever, like youngest kid that I worked with was nine years old. Sure. And the oldest so far was uh, a sixty year old sixty year old lady. Sure. You know, and a lot I of contrast between the two. Um, the young kid was um, for food. Sure. And the um, the lady at sixty, she wants to rediscover herself. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> but that's the thing. You know, like, I don't know if I get. I, well, we'll cut this out if if you don't like the joke. But at <laughs> sixty, I I don't think there's a lot of rediscovery, girl. Well, <laughs> okay, we might be laughing about it. I don't know, like, but that's see, this goes back to what we talked about. When sure. does people get out of the matrix? Sure. You know, it it all comes down to you, and when when is the right time for you that you're ready to take that step? For me, for someone who's at 60 rediscovering themselves is the same as a guy at 70 saying, you know what, I'm not happy with my wife. I'm going to get myself a younger model. Buddy, you're 70. Forget about it. <laughs> Call it quits. Go enjoy the beach. What are you worried about finding a 20-year-old? Get out of here. I tried. I tried. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you see this, uh, he, he's the one who made it. I tried to save you. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, like... Um, so why why the emphasis on 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 nutrition on a nine-year-old it's not like they have a lot of control um 
was obese at at nine year old. Sure. And the funny part is that that's the the um, the main symptom I would say that the that the parent made them come find me and work with me. <coughs> but when I sat down with the kid, the kid was bullied. The kid didn't know how to share and experience uh, express himself and it turned out that he was an emotional eater sure i imagine yeah. all, most nine-year-olds who are overweight are probably an emotional eater right but it, it's not like the nine-year-old has control they don't have any exactly. purchasing power they can't buy like exactly the sugary stuff it's the parents it's the parents exactly that's what I, what I did like when i when it came to down to understanding that kid and getting to understand like what he was going through i know he he won't be able to vocalize everything that's going on right but the fact that you know like a stranger came to this house and sat down with this kid and was able to listen right to literally give this guy this kid like a space to talk and express himself why didn't the parents do that you know they didn't they didn't acknowledge this kid for what he was going through and they blamed the food i i love that by the way because parents always blame their child right on on their own um what's the right shortcomings right it's because my it's because my son or daughter is dumb that's why they didn't do well at school but all that kind of stuff right and and the end of the day it's like well no you just you're just lazy <laughs> you don't want to raise a kid <laughs> i for for um for some um there is a lot of truth to that unfortunately and for me like there because of that kid, I worked with a couple of um, other kids, and sure. that kind of gotten me to even work with the younger generation right now. Because sure. it feels like there is, you know, th they are not seen, they are not heard. And if you don't support this generation at that given moment, what would they grow up to be? Well, they're not going to support you when you need medical help. That's how that happens. You're going to have that your fat son putting you in a home. That's how that ends. Uh, <laughs> But the funny part, you know, Hamid, that most people, most people come in and um, they're like, okay, we want to lose weight. We want to live a more active lifestyle. Sure. But the fact is, that's what's on the surface. You know, like for me, when I work with people, we literally dig in deeper and go to the root causes of what makes you feel this insecurity that I'm not happy with myself or what leads you to that instant uh, uh, reaction of you know what um, go grab that you know cheesecake or donut or whatsoever every time you feel like irritated or you feel frustrated or anything that's not good right mm. the that that emotional urge of you know what let me eat my emotions away so mm. there's a deeper understanding to that and this is how i like to work with people like, you know like i want to make sure that you get to a point where you understand yourself enough to help you break out that habit. Okay, and give me the steps. How does how does that then happen? So more or less, there's a lot of uh, um, trials and errors, definitely. But there's the fact that you get to give this person the space again to understand what is it that has been neglected, what has have what have been put under the rug, the suppressed emotions, um, the thoughts or the urges that they wanted to do, and um, who their authentic self is, you know, you get to start to dig in deeper um, to understand them as human beings first. Okay. And what has been uh, like uh, projected on them. Sure. That made them suppress all that. Sure. To just to survive kind of thing. Um, 
And this is where we kind of start to see the patterns. And this is the police officer in you then coming out, right? Asking leading questions, being like, hey, why We're do you feel like, how come you feel like you need to eat? That kind of stuff. And you dig that that way in? or what? No. Um, when it comes to food, that's the last thing on, on, on the uh, toolkit. I would sure. say. I try to make sure that. Show me your fridge. <laughs> <laughs> We, we, we work on the, um, the habits, behaviors, thought processes, and based on that, you get to understand, okay, now that I started understanding why am I acting this way, this is where we kind of introduce new habits and behaviors that support where you want to go, where okay. you, what you want to be. And by that, by that itself, it makes you eat better. It makes you respect yourself more. It makes you do whatever is it that you um, you have to do uh, to kind of get you to that new version of yourself. Okay, I get what you're saying now. You when you, you where you mentally imagine the best version of yourself, then ask yourself a decision of what would the best version of yourself's decision would be, and therefore then Reverse lead on to those decisions, right? Okay, okay. It, 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 so so is your practice then more centered around? Amount virtualization in the sense of like you, you want to virtu virtualize the best version of you, the best body of you, the best career of you. It depends on, um, I'll use a lot of depends. I mean, sure. when you work with a professional, they use, they need to use the word depends because eventually there's not uh, a PDF file on, sure. on like, how am I going to work with this? And sure. this is going to be like used to everyone else. There's not a button that says fix it. Exactly. Um, so why do I say it depends? It's because when it comes to me, let's say working with you right now, you come to me like Hamad. I want to lose weight. Let's go for it. You want to lose? You weight, since right? you already made that comment earlier. <laughs> <laughs> go I on. don't mean it in that way. Though, huh? um, yeah. So eventually, let me let me let me tell a story. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Yeah, let me tell a story. So I have this person who looks good, mother of three children. <coughs> She's in a very good shape of her life, right? Mm -hmm. um, she has a good position. Financially, she's doing well. Marriage is perfect. Mm -hmm. But she I don't believe that. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> I mean, she has, it, she has it good. Okay. Alhamdulillah. The only thing is, she's not happy about her weight. Mm -hmm. I'm like, why? She's like, I want to lose that five kg. And oh. she kept on, you know, and she, she trains like crazy. Mm -hmm. She literally trains crazy. I'm like, you are in a, you are, you look good. You are fit. Um, don't forget, like, you just had three kids, you know. So, overall, alhamdulillah, like, I mean, this is a good point that you are in. And, you know, step by step, gradually, you could get to where you want. But why are you beating yourself that hard? Anyways, um, one thing led to another. We started talking and talking and talking. And, it got us back to when she was a teenager. Mm -hmm. And once we did, we hit to that point. Um, this is like unintentional. It was like all mostly in her subconscious, right? She wasn't aware of why is she being uh, too hard on herself today. And when we went back in time, it turned out that she had a crush on someone who was sure. her cousin. And she was overweight her whole life, like uh, chubby, chubby sure. her whole, whole life. And she never had that insecurity about herself until this person who she's emotionally connected to that she likes 
commented on her weight. Sure. And not only that she did he comment on her weight, he saw her when she was like opening the fridge and she was eating out of the fridge. It's like you're a pig. Okay. You know? So that by itself kind of made her realize what what's wrong with me. Sure. And next day she sees him with someone skinny. Okay. Like someone smaller kind of, right? Okay. And the association that happened and kind of, you know, was engraved in her mind, oh, I'm fat, nobody will like me. Sure. And that's something that she lived with the whole life. Okay. So this is where you want to understand people, you know, sometimes to that instant, so that you know what kind of um, inner cause, I would say, trauma. what the deeper cause, trauma, that kind of leads them to act a certain way where they keep on self-sabotaging themselves. Okay. You know, unfortunately, this is what I'm telling people that. I mean, it doesn't sound like self-sabotage in the sense that she's married, she's got three kids, she's but a happy she's wife, you know. How is she, like, she's beating herself into shape. Sure. You know, people work out to feel good and they should see how could they maintain a healthier lifestyle. But that, By the way, let me interrupt you on that because that's a very powerful statement that I don't think enough people understand or even connect with and that's working out to feel good especially runners work run in order to punish themselves which is a really weird mentality because if you talk to generally like like general public what do you think about running it's horrible some people do which um, and those are the people that understand that they do it for the joy of it and it really for for i ran like a half marathon and there's a runner's high you get, you know, like if you actually run to a point where you actually like it and enjoy it, you get this euphoria, you know, and you get used to it. Sure. But you have to break through the, the, the pain factor first until you get to that point. But there's a lot of people who can't bear the pain. Well, for, for what, what helped me was the Nike Run app. They have like that running coach where you can listen to the headphones. And just like just like hearing it over and over again, hey, you're not running for for a race. You're not running because you want to finish like a certain time, yeah. right? You you're you're doing the run because you want to enjoy the run. And so when you t when you start thinking about that, and then you go, hey, you know what? That the, the weather looks pretty good. You know, oh, those those trees looks kind of nice. And then more and more, you, you as every mile, every kilometer passes, you're like, oh, that bridge is kind of cool. That that oh, that person is is cool, right? That's a positive reinforcement. Sure. Right. This is see what you did right now is you didn't start. You just didn't wear your clothes and just went running. You kind of built it up. You built the um, let's say um, the, the discipline and you know like into it. You've you've jumped into it for the right reasons. You know, for me, I would say like even this is when I work with people. I, I always say like let's make you live a better quality of life. Let's find uh, the the feel good factor when it comes to like coming to eating good, training and whatnot. Mm. For me, everyone, like I just recently became a personal trainer, you know, I, I tell people what my aim is to let you function like God intended and, you know, like at least be able to carry yourself when you're 60, 70, 80, inshallah, or even longer um, and don't become a burden on yourself and anyone else. Don't you feel like, like the, P, the PT? And the personal trainer, PT, obviously standing for personal trainer. <laughs> like there's almost like a dichotomy, a counterculture between the two. Because I would say generally people that go to a PT, sure, they want to like look better or whatever, lift heavier weight or run a longer mile. 
But I would say from PTs I know, most of them say they client just wants to get beaten up. Right? They just want to come in and they just want to feel like they did like a hard ass workout. Yeah. Right? They put their dues in and then they'll disappear, come back maybe in a week, maybe in two. Some don't come for for months at a time. And that cycle then continues. And the P- I, I know PTs who sit there with their client and be like, listen, I I can I can I can fuck you up. I can <laughs> we, we can we can do an Iron Man if you want to do that. But that's not going to get you to your goals. 100%. But people just. But that's the thing. It goes back to, again, what I told you. What is your why? Why are you here? You know, why do you want to lose that excessive amount of weight in a very short time? And eventually you said it yourself. They'll come for some time and they're they're gone. Sure. So their why was because I'm going to travel. My, their why is because like the basic, um, mm, you know, idea of. I want to travel. I want to look good for summer, or you want to fit in a certain dress, wedding, whatnot. You know, like the the goal associated to uh, the the association to the goal that they have is not something meaningful for them to kind of make it last. You mm. know what I mean? And this is some. This is one of the main common things that you get to see. Why do people yo-yo right when it comes to losing weight, gaining it, losing it? Because they're not doing it for the long term. They're not. Doing, I kid you not. I'm sure they're. If something that um, health related might happen to them, maybe that would be an incident that will make them okay. Like now, I need to take care of myself. You know, I but agree with you. I agree with you. W- one fact that I would say, uh, Hamad, with all due respect to everyone out there, if this is how you want to do it as a trainer, you do you. You know, I have no, I have no um, um, thing against anyone because eventually this is his personal brand. Well, he's got to eat, right? Everyone's got to eat. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and, and, and to be honest, that's the thing. Like, this is their personal brand. Like, you could go to, um, like, every uh, every brand out there, no matter what sector you're going to talk about, everyone has a certain value and way of doing things, right? Similar to us, uh, we, at the end of the day, we are service providers, but everyone has their own niche, their own style on doing things. For me... Um, I'm in it to I'm in it for the long term. If you want to make sure that you want to live a sustainable kind of lifestyle, come work with me. Okay. But if you want, you know, like I, I don't work with people to get them stage ready. You know, it's not like something that I'm interested in. Can I do it? Probably, but it's not something that I'm gonna do. Like, uh, if if uh, you're coming in just to lose weight with no nothing like a deeper meaning to it, you know, I will work with you to understand you better to make sure that we kind of shift that mind into um, finding a better meaning. And then whatever you do, because it becomes a lifestyle, the weight loss will come with it. Free, uh, feeling good will come with it. Exercise will come with it. You know, the, the byproduct of you putting in the work is losing weight, feeling good, becoming stronger. First of all, it's very interesting that you use the word byproduct um, as 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 achieving what you want rather than being the main focus of your goal. I would like to, 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 to ask you on this because it's something that people I think don't recognize or don't take into account is that if you're working a nine to five job and I'm talking about working like a stressful job, you know, not like, come on, I'm sitting on like my desk and on Facebook, like let's be real here, right? If you're a broker who's got like millions of dollars coming in and out, Right, you're you're switched on, right? You're on it. To then go from working 
for eight or nine or 10 hours as a broker to then going to do CrossFit or HIIT training, you're fucking yourself up. 100%. There's this weird, weird dichotomy where, where, where you go from a high stress environment, right? Where your cortisol, where your hormonals are just skyrocketing. Thank you for that. And then going to like a training that is going to even further. And then when you when you finally get sick or when you get tired, it hits you like a brick in the face. <laughs> People don't no, like don't get you, that. I thank you for bringing that up, man. Because eventually, um, what is your <coughs> you know where do you vent? Where what kind of helps you kind of ease that stress? And this is a stimulator, and this is a stimulator. And like you'll be always stimulated to the point that you know that that will reach that will get you to the breaking point. How's that humane as well? You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that's why you, why I always use the term, you're beating yourself into shape, thinking that, okay, this is going to be good. But some people are like, okay, this is my fix. Good on you. How long are you going to last? But that's the same as like a smoker saying, I smoke because I want to unstress. <laughs> By the way, I don't ever use that argument. I like smoking because I like the taste. <laughs> the, the fact, like, you know, uh, <coughs> you know, for me, okay, uh, I understand, you know, some people just get into the joy of smoking it helps them ease the uh, um, relieve the step and uh, stress and whatnot but what's the like what's the actual actual thing that's happening is you slowing down your breathing when you smoke you take deeper uh, breaths in sure and eventually breathe out like you shift this shift you shift the uh, state that you're in you were stimulated you're tired you're anxious you're stressed out what you did like you went out of that environment you go somewhere else, you light up that uh, smoke, and you start smoking. What happens? You slow down. I would, I would, I would make, I would make a concession here, an asterisk, so to say. I don't so much smoke in order to 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 get away from stress because I like high intense environments. I feel, okay. I feel enjoyment being in them. Nice. I smoke for me personally, is 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 for the cognitive aspect of it nicotine is a great neurotropic is. so is ca so is caffeine so for, for me especially when I'm facing with a difficult problem I, I i love i love that little extra boost cognitively it gives me and that's why there is the nicotine patches gums. or gums absolutely yeah. yeah but i don't like chewing and i don't want to walk around <laughs> like an asshole with a sticker on my arm and telling people oh give me a second let me put my another sticker on if i don't do that yeah, exactly you know, like uh I'll go crazy on you. Huh? Plus, 30%, you look 30% cooler if you smoke. <laughs> I never tried it. I never know. But, but yeah, like, I mean. That's a joke, by the way. Yeah. Kids, don't try that. You know, um, the only thing is, as I mentioned, the change of state, mm -hmm. it's what kind of helps you, you know, realign, you know, recalibrate, and for you to be able to focus again. So whatever that is for you, should be something that you understand and do it for the right reasons. Do you do a lot of meditation practice at, with yourself or with your clients, or is that not really something you're into at the moment? Okay. Um, again, I like to talk about myself and eventually whatever um, I kind of give to people based on what they want to do. For me, my meditations is my prayers. We pray five times a day, and that's literally how I incorporate my meditation to shut off completely from this world and be in that moment where I breathe, I reconnect with God, and eventually this helps me so much, mm. you know, 
and uh, you're a pious man. Pious means like religious. Uh, uh, I would say focused. I would say I have a beautiful relationship with God through mm. my music because mm. eventually God is internal, you know. It, it's interesting that you bring that because I remember reading a study that cognitively uh, the same brain state a nun is in when praying is the same as a monk meditating. Isn't that a fascinating think fa fascinating perspective? I, I I think there's a lot of overlay between the two. I mean, meditation has a lot more to do with with breathing forms than than prayer itself has, but both have this very very concentrated singularity to it. It's like if you think about it, it's the stillness, it's the stillness of the mind overall. Anything else, uh, the only thing is what you see people do is a is just a practice, right? Mm. If you don't have that stillness and the inner um, connection with it, you're just performing a prayer. Mm. You're not actually praying. Mm. So this is where I kind of literally kind of just... Those are fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> not with me. <laughs> you're telling people how to pray? That's <laughs> be warned. Be warned. <laughs> I'm not telling how do to... Like, I, don't, I don't care. Like, again, you guys, I'm talking about myself, but this is the whole idea, right? You have people like you know, doing it just so fast. And that's it. Like I, I prayed like you know, two days, you know, the whole purpose, like the whole purpose. And, um, you know, for me, it's just, I'm saying, since we're talking about you know, meditation and we're talking about, you know, that, uh, that stillness and the mindfulness that's uh, associated with it, you know, I'm just saying you again, find what works best for you mm. and then try to incorporate it. Um, some people just tell you like, you know what? I just to lay just lay lay down still for for a few minutes. Some people call it power naps. Um, I Some people call it laziness. Laziness, <laughs> it is. Um, I just stumbled upon uh, something called brown noise. You know, I heard white noise and whatever it is. Okay. But brown noise is if I could play it to you. Um, It'll make you poop. Why? If that's what brown noise is, buddy. No. Yeah. D Dan, look it up. I could play it to you right now. I'm promising you, brown noise is is like it's meant to be that same noise that your intestines make. No. Yeah. No, my yeah. Friend. Type in brown noise. That's it. Yes. Type in brown noise this and then South it. Park. This is it. This is it, man. This is it. This <coughs> is what I'm talking about. Play this. It's mostly it's it's uh, related to kind of if you have play brown noise and then South Park. I don't care about no, South Park, man. You're talking about South Park right now. Yeah, I'm telling you right now. Oh my god! Yeah, look it up, Dan. Look it up. I'm not gonna let this go. I'm, I'm not. I'm not full of shit. I know listen, for certain. Listen to this for a second. How's this your intestine, man? It sincerely helps you. He has to. He's put it on mute. Now type in what I'm telling you to type in. Does this have, this is like how your, your stomach sounds? Absolutely. Watch, watch, <laughs> dude, watch. You're, 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 you're going to learn something right now, buddy. Brown noise. Why and would then you mess it up for me South right Park. Now? <laughs> dude, why would you mess it up for me? Seriously. There is a, the brown noise. Fuck. Told you, <laughs> told you, told you, told you. And then, or type in brown noise for pooping. It's it, right there. See how many are going to say the whole world pooping every single <laughs> Told you, told you. you uh, okay. Here, the brown note is a hypothetical uh, infrasonic, blah, 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 facial, blah, 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 blah. The brown note. 
the, renas the re uh, resonance in the human bowel. There you go. Yeah, it's the brown notes, man. Yeah, same difference. Yeah. Okay, uh, <laughs> anyways, guys, look it up. Like, because I, I kind of, I think I, ha I have ADHD. Sure. And this literally shuts my mind off. Now. <laughs> I thought so you were going to say something I else when you say shut. <laughs> Oh my god, it helps a good night's sleep. I don't doubt that. So, <laughs> so why the brown Ladies noise then? Ladies and gentlemen, it's called brown noise. Not yeah. the notes. It has nothing to do with South Park. Use it. It helps. Helps in concentration. All right. Why? Why brown? Why not white? Why not? Why not pink noise? Again, again, what works for you? Why did I say like? I'm saying, why does brown work for you? I just. That's the thing. I I heard a lot of you know, so uh, white noise is like sound of birds, water, rain, you know these kind of stuff. There are like white, red, pink, whatever it is. Like there's a lot of stuff. It's sure. not. I don't I don't care about what they call them. I'm talking about the sound. Okay. This works like a vacuum. Okay. You know, like literally, it sucks out like you know every sound out there. Go on, tell me more. It sucks out every sound out there. Go on. <laughs> no, everything is related to shit. Today, right? oh, I, <laughs> I finally broke you. I finally broke you. <laughs> Come on, Hamid. This is fun, man. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like uh, this this works good for me. So well, tell me more about what what happened. Why you're working now with with kids with disabilities? How did that stuff happen? Oh, uh, volunteering. Volunteering. And what, you just like woke up one day and you said like, hey, you know what? I don't have enough to do in my life. I'm going to go do that as well. Yeah, that's about it. Oh, shit. That's yeah. cool, dude. <laughs> no, man. As I said, um, I've, I've done it quite. And when it comes to charities and stuff like that, alhamdulillah, like, I always believe in giving back. You know, I was fortunate enough that God was really good to me. Eventually, I tried to give back. And this program came out of nowhere. Um, uh, like the owner of the place is uh, like a very dear friend of mine, Sana. She's doing an amazing, amazing job. It's the first place. Is the place called Reach? Wonders. Okay. There's okay. There's yeah, another there one that's called Reach or something exactly. like that. Yeah. Um, Reach is educational. Oh. This is to do with training, like physical training. So it is the first um, training facility for autistic children. So this is the people like we call them athletes, and I love that. You know. So. Um, we work with these athletes to help them like um, get better. And that's fantastic. That's mm. fantastic. And how does do you do this like once a week or no. twice a week? Mondays and Wednesdays. Yeah, the program's going on, and anyone could volunteer. Um, we're trying to spread more awareness around it. Um, try to show that um, even these kids, you know, there are adults and kids as well who are, you know, as competent as you are, as functional as you are. They're a bit different, but you know. Okay. Feels a little insulting, but okay. I mean, okay, okay. Th thank you. Okay, go on. Everybody's unique in their own ways. Man. Like we see them as disabled, right? Yeah. That's the problem. People see, you know, like everyone um, as a disabled person, either the way they talk, the way they act, and whatnot. Sure. But this is it. Like you know, for we trying to have that kind of way of acceptance. And this is something that would literally humble you. I worked with, with disabled kids when I was younger. I, I know the process. <laughs> well, you did. Others don't. You know. 
Yeah. I agree. I agree. I don't know if, if it's for everyone, to be honest, because it I does take a lot of yeah, it is, patience. It is true. That's the way it's meant. A hundred percent. Because every kid is unique in their own ways. Every sure. kid is unique in their own ways. And sure. Some people are easy. Some people are not. But it, it comes down to the patience. And how, because with patience, you'll be able to learn how to, you know, work around a certain person. And how did you start? What? How did you find your first client starting as a a therapist? Well, I don't know if you want to put yourself in the title as a therapist, as a life coach, coach I guess. Yeah, just coach. I don't sure. Sure. Combining all these matters, I do business, personal training, and uh, I call this like well-being. Sure. Um, so, coach. Coach. Okay. Um, and how much do you charge for your first client, and how much do you charge now? Well. I recently, uh, after like all these years, I just slightly uh, raised up my prices, but it was always around the same average. Um, you could look up the bio, link in the bio. Sure. There's everything. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to say it on. I mean, like, it's easy. I'm not going to be like Obersnitz. Okay, 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 okay. Dan, can you bring up the TV okay, so people yeah. can find out your so his Instagram it's, it's right, right now? See how organized and just. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So this is like 15 minutes consultation is something that I do so that w I s we need to figure out if I'm the right person for you. Sure. If not, I have like a list of trusted um, experts that I could connect you with. Sure. You know, That's I'm cool. Gonna, I'm going to think of it that way. Um, the new program that I came up with is the M&M's method, which stands for... You're going to get sued for that, but go on. It's going to... It's the M&M's has... Just different than what the Yeah, other one. sure. I'm just going to call the Disney method and I'm going to be fine as well. Well, do that. <laughs> so it is mind, uh, mindset, nutrition, movement, and um, self. So everything to do with the self discovery, um, self development, and whatnot. So I have these two. I have this summer camp, summer camp program just for the kids and the adults. And then we go to the well being coaching, which is a combination of life coaching, health coaching and uh, mental health modalities combined together. We have the business coaching and the personal training. And when it comes to personal training, I do it both ways, either privately or semi-privately. So the, so the private personal training, that's the gym thing, right? That's like more focused training. on exercise and yeah. training, right, traditionally. And the wellness being is, is you just like, like observing, talking about potential faults and you know, problems and how to, yeah. how to correct your thinking, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So what is the business coaching then? Business coaching is, uh, I am a business strategist. Uh, I work around people, either um, experts like myself or entrepreneurs. Okay. These are the two factors, uh, the two kind of segments that I like working with. Mm -hmm. If you're an entrepreneur, um, you kind of, you know, especially when it comes to entrepreneurship, it's mostly about problem, problem solving. And this is where my strength lies in. Um, so I work with them, and especially when it comes to branding, marketing, strategizing. Okay. Um, and same thing with experts. Literally everything that I've learned starting from ground up, um, I kind of help people with uh, pricing, positioning, content. Um, the law stuff. Kind of. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's what business is, right? At the end of the day, more than money or anything else, it's all about connection. Connection? Yeah. But like, I would say the the, <laughs> the law stuff, I would say it's, I was fortunate. I mean, like, I, I just... I recently worked on, on, on to my page and alhamdulillah, you know, I got into like a significant amount of growth because I was able to work a lot in the back, back in uh, the behind the scenes with companies, organizations. So I was able to kind of 
have like a mass uh, uh, audience through this one event kind of thing okay which helped me grow my page and now my wall star is <laughs> i bring people to utilize this platform sure you know i want i love collaborating i want to remove that idea of you know what your competition because there's plenty of people no matter what you are still limited to your time you are still limited to the type of people that want to work with you so don't think you you got it all you know remove that ego aside and let's work together you have a strength i have a strength let's work together and eventually um you know let the end goal be the welfare for others like the ultimate goal is let's make this world a little bit better okay so this is where i use my platform and that by itself led me to open up my business which is the nourishers so all i did is just add an s to it and eventually now we are the tribe of experts that come working together create this ecosystem where i not only now just give them consultations but i give them like uh, solutions where they could manage their business better um so like it's an operation system and also we work uh, on ways to better you as an expert train and uh, training and get you more revenue streams okay can you give me an example or, or something you've done with a business to do whatever necessary whatever they wanted for that uh, particular business yeah so i mean not every business cares about <laughs> revenue right some of them want growth some of them want cost cutting some of them want market appeal whatever um what we do for companies is corporate wellness programs <coughs> so it's all about awareness uh, either workplace wellness or um, like the environment or to the employees so so wait 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 so business coaching is is the yeah. wellness but for business sector the or business when you when you work for businesses you do okay. the welding for now, the group now separate hamad like okay so we have hamad as the business owner which is, which is the narshers sure and you have hamad the, as the expert okay. the business coaching as i said is for entrepreneurs uh, let's say someone who has a startup has a small business that he wants to kind of improve um, some challenges that like i use my connections and uh, whatever resources that i have to help them stable and grow their business go, go into a little bit of that do, does do, do you have any past clients that you've worked with to achievement to achieve yes oh, um, like let's say for now like i worked as a a marketeer for like a uh, if you have a tech business, business. Okay. i'd rather not say it um another platform that was about to launch which was into uh, my field mm. like i helped them with the infrastructure getting them the um the resources needed and eventually even the technical um challenges that they face i got them like uh, ready made tools so that sure. they saved a lot of money and uh, you know just let them start working and there's a couple of others um restaurants i'm into food business as well so like uh, that's by itself i worked as a consultant for uh, a supermarket uh, that uh, i was with for quite some times you get to see the pictures on on my profile um so these people as well when it came to the setup when it came to the type of products maybe they they needed um trainings and why not this is something that i wanted to help as well okay because i'm 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 the reason i'm hounding you on this hamad yeah. is because a lot of people who will be looking at it from the business aspect will be asking okay well he does coaching he does uh, wellness he does fitness but what does the business coaching get me that's why i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm hounding yeah, on so you on that i want to say look i i want to i want to niche it down to entrepreneurs okay you know when I, when it comes to entrepreneurs is i am an entrepreneur myself and i've seen like i've i was i am a solo entrepreneur which a, a solo founder i'd say that it took so much out of me you know and this is where i want people 
kids who don't feel like I don't want them to feel lonely. I don't want them to feel restricted. And some people are not fortunate enough with the type of resources that I have. You know, if you come up to me right now and tell me, okay, this is the type of stuff that I is like, these are the type of challenges I'm going through. I might be able to kind of connect you with someone. Like yesterday, a friend of mine, she's like, um, I met her and um, she's like, oh, I'm coming up with this uh, new app right now. It's taking too much of my time. I'm kind of, it's, it's a bit of a challenge, literally, especially when it comes, you Let's want to build create. some hype on it. What is the app? Let's build some hype for the, <laughs> oh no, you don't want to see the, the, the yeah. Literally yesterday, and I just uh, don't want it to turn out as if it's something negative. Anyways, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but that's the thing. Like, I know how much time and effort that's going to take and money. But the minute she's like, okay, um, you know, like we've been working on it for a whole year. And when she explained the concept to me, I'm like, I have a friend who already has a business established. It is an application as well. So I'm like, okay, and I know that you, this is something that you want to do, but what about I introduce it to you, to each other? And, you know, maybe potentially you might work together because he's, he's doing it by himself as well. Okay. They might, you know, join in and that would save them both a lot of energy. And, you know, like she, I know she's going to bring more value to him and he was going to be able to give her the platform and whatnot. If, if the two of them are serious, uh, come, we can talk about it after the show. Uh, we had a guest on whose name is Mohammed Ashur, who focuses around building apps here in Bahrain. Okay. I think he has a team of like 12 or 13 people. Nice, nice. So he, he does like big projects here. So if the two of them want to do anything with apps or something like that, he would be a good contact nice. to hit up and just invite for coffee and, and ask him questions about how the Brilliant. industry is and stuff Brilliant, like that. Yeah. And uh, to be honest, when it comes to technology, there's, this is one of the <coughs> worst parts of tech businesses because at the end of the day you're you are the you know like you are you have a lot of things that you need to put in consideration and most people kind of work with um, developers that tend to show you like okay i know it all but at the end of the day when you start working it turns out that um, you're not like you don't you don't have the right um, um, skills to deliver and that's when you have someone who has a team the team is what you want to look for mm. you know that's that's something that will be very efficient where you'll get something very um, very good in a short amount of time and if someone doing doesn't show up at least someone else is going to replace him okay you know unlike if you work with a with a freelancer Sh- sure i mean the good thing about a freelancer is that you can always fire them very quickly right when you when you instead of having that with the with him when you build up that relationship with a potential like long-term employee, that sucks. That really sucks. It's a double-edged sword, man. Because <coughs> let's, say when it, let's say there's a lot of stuff that I've heard. You know, like for me, I'm still new to this, this tech industry. Sure. Um, and one of the main things that I get to hear that, you know, like a, a common common factor when, when, let's say, I told people that, okay, I had someone who was working with me, and unfortunately, we broke off the relationship. It's like, Hamad Adi, I lost, like, I, I lost about... 20 be 20,000 dinars onto this app and someone's like oh I built this for this amount of money and took me this amount of time and now I need to redo all over uh, redo things all over again you know and they want to make me feel like that is okay but why is it okay you know what I mean it's like if you take at least calculated risks and you kind of learn how to approach it in the right way um, get someone that might be dependable sure 
sorry, you just blew me away with those numbers because at, at 20,000 BD is 40,000 US dollars. Spending 40,000 US dollars is in, in Bahrain would get you a fucking TV uh, a channel. Do you know what I mean? You, you like if you're talking about just equipment, like like a studio. Like if you take that 40k and just invest it into a studio, you could have a news channel. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how crazy that amount are, is. Are you into tech? Uh, tech field? Yeah, sure. I, I okay. can get you a programmer for 5k dollars. If you don't know about it, sure. Trust me. Like anyone who will come like out of the shelf, give you something ready, and be like, you know what? This cost me like 6,000 BD. You know, like a ready-made, uh, a ready-made application. Because the thing is, a lot of people don't even know how tech works, and a lot of developers, you know, suck the life out of people, and eventually it uh, make they know be- because they know that they need them. There's too much cash in the industry. There's too much cash in the market. That's the problem for people to be spending that kind of dough. You know, that's like that's like uh, startups getting like uh, listings of like five million dollars from VCs, <laughs> right? That's that clearly shows that there's too much <laughs> there, there's too much illiquidity in the market for that. I mean, Dan, how much did Mohammed Ashur charge again for for apps? I think he charged five to ten thousand BD. No, starting from six thousand. Okay, and then we had that guy from from who is it? What is his name again? From Hanlo? Loi. Loi. I think he he paid what was it four thousand or f- something like that yeah he paid Ashur so like he did he work with Ashur no I think I think he, 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 huh no he had, so, so two different people we need to get a mic for your end as well at some point uh, I think he had sourced it twice once he got he got screwed over I, I mean he's happy to say it since we talked about it um, with some Indian uh, 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 like company and i think they stole a lot of his money and then they locked him out of the app and then wanted him to pay ransom right i mean that's just how it is right this is what i'm telling you like there's a lot of um, there's a lot of law that's going um through this when it comes to developers there's a couple of companies that are kind of showing up here and it's still considered a high-end pay when it comes to um, developing a application, especially when Bahrain. I would say, like, literally for me, I even like I when I spoke to someone and regarding to developing my like my application, I kid you not, they told me that it's gonna cost you something around eight thousand. Sure. Whereas when I spoke to another guy who is like uh, a developer abroad, he said, no, this would cost you something around two to three. Mm. That's a huge. That's a huge difference. I mean, he's taking a big cut for that. <laughs> and I'm sure even this developer wouldn't waste two to three. You know, it's not gonna be like just covering his cost. This is with him making a good amount of profit. Of course, of yeah. course, right? I mean, he's probably he's probably taking a cut and then referring it to a different developer to do the work, right? <laughs> exactly, <yeah. laughs> I mean, he's gotta eat, right? You don't want to come between a man and his food. <laughs> That's why I always say, uh, um, Dan. Again, we need to fucking put a mic on your end. What was the guy's name again who came on who talked about Kanu st- uh, starting a uh, starting a cybersecurity business? Jamil, this is really interesting because Jamil um, talked about a similar issue. What you're saying, he was saying that Bahrain, because of COVID, some of the laws have been delayed for cybersecurity 
data if like data is being like hacked mm -hmm. and firms are not like telling customers stuff like that R right now there's th he was mentioning that there's not enough there's not enough consequences for firms there's not enough fines there's not enough you know uh, 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 there's uh, just this is kind of new they're like cybersecurity is just new to the market and there's like there is a, like if a department in the ministry of interior that's only focusing on cyber security absolutely and they're there i knew a couple of people they're they're going to mass amount of training you know just because they want to make sure that it's a a well-established department because right now there's a lot of things that's going going on that needs to have an effective department to handle these matters and it's it's really interesting because i'm going to add into it a little bit more he said because the consequences aren't severe enough from the cut from the from the business side of it therefore they don't get they don't get to do the sales pitch because no one cares about cybersecurity if there's no consequences of somebody hacking your data right do you get what i mean yeah. firms are like whatever who cares <laughs> we're not going to pay a company 10,000 bde to make sure our data is safe if it doesn't like if, if there's no fines yeah. attached to it and so while while their headquarters are here in Bahrain, most of their customers are actually from Riyadh. Mm -hmm. And that's only the reason why, because there's consequences associated for, for, for data leaks, because company has to pay fines. And it, it, I find that completely fascinating on, on the industry as a whole. I mean, like, why would I spend something whereas I don't need to? Exactly. Avoid it, yeah. Exactly. It's fascinating. I love how like we're jumping from topic to topic and stuff. But yeah, that's related to my business coaching, I think. See? <laughs> I mean, we're jumping from topic to topic because I think in the end of the day, this isn't a lecture or a webinar, yeah. right? I'm, I'm not, I'm, my, my goal isn't to educate the public. My goal is to entertain, right? <laughs> brown noise. Yeah, with brown noise and pooping and anything else you want to bring up, fuck it <laughs> out. <laughs> But uh, I think um, touching upon like uh, now, I think this covers up a lot of the personal matters, like the services that I provide. Sure. Um, the other hand is when I launched my platform, my platform. Um, I, I wanted to talk to you about that. So w what is this business platform you have? I mean, it's it's it seems like a total separate thing. I kind of separate both because, as I said, as a business owner. Dan, can you look it up? Sorry to interrupt you, sir. Yeah, no worries. So it is the same handle just add an s so if you go on his instagram yeah. and then it should be right there the founder yeah so this is um, as a start i would say this is a platform that provides experts like myself with an operation uh system sure to you instead of you going and opening up a website sure um you know just using let's say benefit pay um using whatsapp and your email or dms for you to kind of uh, communicate with your clients and collect payments. Mm. Now you could create your own page, put your packages, prices, schedule, collect payments all in one place, you know, and you don't need to pay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, let me understand that correctly. So it's a service-based industry where companies can come and- Individuals like me. Individuals like you. Yeah. But you, I mean, individuals like you are still businesses. In a sense, you're still a sole trader, right? Yeah. I mean, you're still yeah. offering a service, service exactly. right? So you're you're what you're then what the company that you're trying to fund or found, sorry, or, or or get established. I don't know if it's already up and running or or it is, but uh, the URL bar kind of for some reason takes time. Okay, but um, yeah. 
And do you get then a cut from yeah. when people okay, use for us, it? We don't. We we kind of launched our MVP like until now. We're about to launch the new release. Like this is the first product, but with the MVP, we're able to show a proof of concept where we want the competitions and whatnot. Now the new website should provide people with all these factors fully automated and also have their own they have their privacy where they could um where they could actually um talk to the clients through the platform itself instead of giving you like uh giving out their whatsapp number you know whatsapp numbers okay because sometimes clients think they're too entitled to like just because i paid you i could speak to you anytime at 3 a.m in the morning what are you up to <laughs> so yeah like this for me we're focused on uh we're focused on trying to um, provide the needed services or tools for experts to do better okay so this is this is my aim to be honest so yeah that's what so I'm your target for. market though is is the experts is the experts and their target field is wellness or experts in any kind of range so it's going to be more or less think about it from the uh, the freelancer perspective mm-hmm. uh, i'm a freelancer so all the people that are not you don't say <laughs> because what a statement is that i mean yeah of course you're a freelancer <laughs> you know, because people like like they don't they don't uh, realize that you know, okay they're like oh i'm a coach like you are a freelancer yeah you know you're not associated to your to a company you're not uh, working in a clinic or a hospital or like a uh, fitness center or whatnot right so how would you be able to manage yourself more efficiently is by using tools website like applications websites and whatnot so this is something that will provide you all these matters in one place the other factor that we have is the the wellness programs where we go to companies as a company sit down with them realize what is their values what is the outcomes what is it that they want for their employees is it performance is it um, stress related matters uh, team building engagement you name it uh, we create programs for these companies so that it helps them reach to that uh, outcome they want. Okay. And what I do with that is once I create the package, I outsource the experts who give that signal that that kind of service and we pay them their cut. Sure, but but Hamad, if I'm I'm really trying to understand your 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 business because in a lot of ways it sounds almost like an agency. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of works it sounds like Upwork or or WeWork or network whatever these like like freelancer yeah, softwares yeah. are called. Exactly. Uh, so I'm just trying to understand what is. the USP is. Is it, it are the, all the freelancers based in Bahrain? Are they international? So we have a lot. Uh, first of all, um, we can we can keep all this in. We can cut yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. don't feel like. Well, the thing is that I just put up the new website, but I n- haven't launched it. Sure. So it's probably not running. So okay. It is, is what it is. Yeah, it is running. Okay. But, um, we did the facelift to it, and I haven't showed ca- uh, showcased it yet. So okay. Nobody's actually going onto the website now as of for now. Okay. So, so wh- they're using still. Most people are using the old website. Okay. So don't try to find the website. I've been trying to kind of avoid it, but yeah. Okay, now, so, so now I'm, so I'm saying it now. Okay, so, so Hamad, we, we will put it in the description when it's ready, your, the, the full facelift of the website, and then people can access it then that way. If, if like now go to, uh, go to my page. Okay, Dan? <laughs> He's on his phone! <laughs> <laughs> Dan, fuck you! <laughs> yeah, 
uh, when you go to the link tree, go ahead to the link tree again. See how I organize the the services. Now sure. press on to the uh, to the one session, anything like any of the sessions. Yeah. Now this is like it takes you straight away to our website. Okay. So all you have to do is you can like just book the service, add it to your cart, and just straight away make a payment. Okay. And and how does the payment me mechanism work? Is it Apple there's Pay? Is it there, credit card? Uh, debit and credit card. And this is the good something that is good for the customers, uh, the expert that you work with. You can collect now payment from like the uh, debits and credit cards because unless you're a you have a CR, that's only when you could get an ATM. ATM machine and collect payments. Or you could have a website and add to it a payment gateway for you to collect that. Sure, I mean, you can put the gateway anywhere in the world. Really. Exactly. So like, this is what we want, Hamad. Bottom line is, we want you to do what you're good at. Sure. You know, which is giving the service, giving you, giving your services. And we don't want you to kind of have the headache of, you know, just dealing with the operations and whatnot. So this is something that we provide. And I like that you kind of understood the fact, the agency aspect to it. We work, we consider our experts as talent, you know, and this is where we want to mold them, better them, give them the right tools and experience, I mean, the, the trainings that is needed so that they reach to a better um, level where they could give better quality service and with it, you know, like they could have a better impact on their customers. Okay, I mean, I, I, I get your, your sales pitch so far. I think there's a lot of work that needs needs to be done. If you don't mind me saying this, Hamad, I think from, from the perspective of, of getting good talent on the site, because that's what's the priority, right? Is that good talent? So I, I don't know how you do the charging for the, for, the, for, the, for the talent, your cuts and everything like that would have to be, I don't know the system, how it is, and neither do I feel like it's, it's any of my business. I'm not gonna ask about it. Uh, the other thing is, I, I would I would look at how you're setting up your payment schemes. I think for most freelancers who are looking for like longer term work, like 30 days plus, depending on whatever the contract is, because you can have a freelancer that you only need like for two or three days if it's like logo or video editor, and then if it's like a virtual assistant, you might need them yeah. six months, yeah. right? And so th th that payment scheme would be very different. But as of right now, like, uh, consider it this way. You know, we just launched. Our primary business model is use the system, for, like sign up and use the system for free. You know, like uh, we don't, you don't need to pay like a, like a listing fee or a subscription. Oh, so that is, you're also thinking about that for later on. You have these thoughts, but for maybe like two yeah. or five or three so years down the line. Again, like ultimately, Hamad, I am trying to provide everything that I can for experts to do better. Sure. Simple. We charge a 15% cut uh, out of the transaction. Sure. Okay. Other competitors are using 30 up to 50%. Sure. So we charge 15% flat. Flat fee. Okay. Okay. We will introduce uh, subscriptions. Sure. But every subscription will offer you with like tremendous amount of benefits. On the demand side or the supply side? On the supplier side. Okay, so Again, for your I talent. For the talents. Yeah. Well, what I mean by that, the training, the, the, the type of add-ons that they need to do their practice, 
we want to have become that one solution for all your needs. Okay. So that you don't go a waste of time. Like at the end of the day, you would need multiple applications, that websites that you're going to pay small fees, but as an accumulated will cost you a lot. So hypothetically, right? I've got a podcast right here. Um, I go on your website and go what? And I go, you know what? I'm sick and tired of Dan being on his fucking phone. And so I'm going to say, I'm going to hire a wellness coach to, to say, Dan, you don't need to be on your phone all the time. Okay. Right. And, and that, that's my goal. Would, would that person from your, from your agency side, would they show up to my business and coach Dan or would that then? It depends on the coach right now. Again, we give them the operation. They could, they could do their, they could practice whatever they want. Like for me right now, like I am a talent. Sure. Right. That's what I'm telling you. Like I separate the things, but at the end of the day, I am a part of the talents. Fuck me. You've got a lot of hats that you're wearing. Jesus Christ. So if you're going to work with me, eventually it's either going to be online or offline, depending on what is going to be suitable for us both. Uh -huh. You know, because, you know, Bahrain, eventually I am Bahrain. We could assign the day and time and similar to I am here as part of podcast. You, you know, like this is something that you could be same thing for the service. Okay. Yeah. So same thing with every other aspect, like every other expert. Okay. Because the, because that, that's that the reason I keep asking these questions, Hamad, is because I'm trying to, to to understand what your USP is. I mean, sure, it's fifteen percent cheaper, right? That 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 that's fine. Or if it's the flat fee is fifteen percent. That's fine. Uh, I always think of if, if, if when I'm looking at it as an investor, yeah. I look at three things. Yeah. I look at its it, its uh, uh, differentiation means how different is it to a product? Yep. I think of its relevancy, meaning how relevant is that differentiation mm -hmm. to the cust to that customer, uh, to, 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 for that customer. And then finally, I look at the environmental, not the environmental of how's the, how's the environment, the pollu uh, pollution, all this kind of, like for me as an investor, I don't give a shit about that. I, what, what I care about is how, how, how duplicable is it? Like if you bring okay. me a business, right? And you say, we have this and it's, it's this relevant and it's, it's this differentiated to whatever other business. However, that differentiation can be copied yeah, like that. Then that's not a business that's, that's too interesting. So as of right now, again, we've been in the market for a year, mm -hmm. right? Within this year, we have piloted it based on the management system. So as of right now, all I provide people with the management system for them to be able to manage their businesses. Mm -hmm. Think about it from that aspect. And when I give you the, uh, the profile, see, it has that uh, URL. You're marketing yourself. I don't care about you marketing the Nourishers right now. Okay. Because as an expert, you know, like they have the sensitivity where why would I market other people as well, right? Sure. So the page will market you, your services. You're going to get paid. It has your own schedule and okay. that's about it. So okay. I'm giving you a tool. Sure. All right. So this is one. This is one business model. Again, when it comes to the corporate wellness programs, how well-rounded are you to be able to create packages and and um, the the program for these companies if you don't have the knowledge? Like you know, this is one of the key factors that you're gonna, it's gonna be like, okay, how duplicate that is. You know, like you can't have the knowledge and the experience that me and the team are, that we have. You know, um, there's always the factor of like the first comer. So like we come in, we make sure that, you know, like we establish ourselves as the people that provide these kind of services. And we've, we've shown significant amounts of 
um, you know, just efforts that shows like we are here to dominate uh, the market as well. Um, next, we have a lot of things that coming coming up. We will get to a point where we would have stuff for the end users, so the consumers, to utilize our systems for them to kind of make, for them to have that experience where, okay, the Narches is providing me with X, Y, and Z, and this is kind of eliminating other aspects instead of me kind of using multiple stuff right now. I, this is very centric, this is very, um, you know, uh, inclus it has everything inclusively within one app, right? Okay. So these are the, let's say, this is the same thing goes as well for the experts. Um, the experts kind of what they do is, let's say, um, they use, if they use this management system, they still need, uh, if let's, let's take personal trainers, if they're doing online training, they still need to go and utilize other ways and other methods for them to manage their clients who are in different countries through Zoom or let's say sending them um, like programs online where they do it manually and stuff. These are like, just I'm telling you, tools that are scattered, you know, or you kind of need to use them um, through different applications where we want to kind of make sure that we consolidate it under one umbrella and you still pay a very reasonable fee for that. From the supply side, you're talking yeah. about reasonable fee, yeah. Because yeah. from the customer side, because that's, that's depending on who they hire, Right, because I'm guessing the agent or your freelancer who's who's putting up their services through your site or through your portal charges or lists how much they're willing to work for for whatever, right? Yeah. And, and the setup so far, do you see it more as like an hourly thing, Hamad, or do you see it more as like a project-based thing? Um, packages. Packages. Uh, most of the people sell their services as sessions. Sure. And. And like similar to mine, like either one session, five, ten, and whatnot. So most of them, most mm -hmm. clients, I mean, uh, experts do the session basis. Some personal trainer does the monthly kind of thing. Like, okay, uh, you paid me by the month. So we have a duration base or the session base as well. Okay. 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 It is. It is a fascinating concept. I think it. The. The definitely needs a facelift, and. Um, I think it needs to be defined a little bit better because I, f I feel like you, you put experts in from all kinds of fields because I feel like you have experts who are PTs, experts who are like wellness, experts who are like business. So we have def we have de defined them under 15 pillars. Okay. So again, because we want to be a similar to upwards where you have people that have a certain talent under the umbrella of health, wellness, and self-development. Yeah. Anything that would add value to, to you as a person and help you live a better quality of life. Right? Okay, because, okay. So we, we kind of figure, like, we kind of define them into physical activity. Um, you have healers, sound, uh, sound healers, or um, like music healers and whatnot. There's Reiki healers. Um, we have parenting. We have um, relationships, you know, like uh, counselors. We have as well uh, behavioral. Um, counselors, behavioral therapists, speech therapists, these kind of, uh, um, as well, these kind of experts, yoga instructors, dancers, you know, like we have dancing as well, like Zumba or any other kind of um, dancing exercises. We try to segment them, like I, I could list them down for you, but 
the beauty of all this is from a consumer perspective, this is the, I mean, the value proposition that we're selling, right? From a user perspective is if you want to work with Hamad and Hamad doesn't have a good online presence or Hamad doesn't have PT or personal trainer or nutritionist or whatnot onto my Instagram account, you wouldn't be able to find me. Okay. Right? What we have is a search engine that would help end users find these experts based on the segment, sure. location, reviews, and eventually the type of services they're providing, right? Okay, okay, okay. Because this is the diff this is the key difference. This is the USP that that uh, we're we're after the show. I'm I'm uh, more than happy to tell you to to to, to help you with your 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 elevator pitch because you really need to work on this, Hamid. Because it took me a little while to understand what your where this business is what this business is, and now I get it. It's not corporate in the sense of. It's for businesses necessarily looking for other businesses skill. It's more as an individual spaces of finding that 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 person to help you with your wellness. Yeah. Is that so far cr clearly defined, right? We are like B two B and B two C as well. Right? Sure, 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 sure. But but it's not like you're you're looking. You're, it's not like you're putting on your website per se graphic designers, accountants. No, 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 no. no, no. Thank That's you. That's what we're saying. Like we. Like if it's I, I get be, you now, I get you. If we're gonna be like sum it up from a consumed perspective, we are an online directory of lifestyle and well-being experts. Thank you. you know, this is when it comes to an end, like uh, end consumer. When it comes to the experts, we are an agency that helps you facilitate and manage your business in a better way. So as simple as that. Beautiful elevator pitch. Love it. <laughs> I was trying to explain it to you, man. No, I, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, you, you, at the end, you made it I, simple. I, at the beginning, I, you fucking were like dancing to, around the issue. I, I was trying to dumb it down. Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's, it's, it's a really interesting concept. Um, I mean, I think marketing it is gonna be a headache. Um, Hmm. And what's what's the stages are we, are we at right now? Are you doing a lot of like Google ad space? Is that how you see the growth happening? So next will be relaunching the website. Sure. The new, like, okay, the first release. Yeah, yeah, facelift launch, right? or like whatever. So sure. we've tested out the model. We tested out the product, learned a lot of what's going on. We made a good amount of revenue in the first year. And right now we, we slowed down the operations just to make sure that we come up with the needed product, right? So this will be phase one. With the phase, with phase one, eventually I told you that we have um, uh, the TV show coming up. So this would help us from a PR perspective as well. And with it, we're gonna work on the application. This this has to do because well, this is a whole another thing we never talked about was the Shark Tank Shark Tank thing. Bibon. Yeah, <laughs> Bibon. Sorry. So is the Bibon thing to do with the show or is Bibon thing to do with the with the website? With the website. The website is basically the start my startup. Okay. Right? Okay. Okay. Because it, uh, um, okay. Technically your startup I'm guessing would be your your freelance work, which would have been <laughs> the very first businesses you made, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> the funny part is like I literally built this I built the website for myself. Yeah. When I built this website, and because of the, remember we talked about the collaborations, mm. I realized there was a gap in the market, and I've seen a lot of these people struggling with the same thing. Customers not paying them. Customers are like um, kind of having this difficulty where they cannot communicate easy with the, uh, with the coaches, where 
like right now okay Hamid what time could I meet you sure you know like going back and forth back and forth instead of having a ca- um, a calendar right um, a lot of people are not tech savvy Hamid you you don't know like how much uh, how many like excellent experts are out there that are not good in marketing or branding or util- utilizing their uh, utilizing like uh, social media I agree. You know? I agree. So this is where where I come in. Like I want to help you guys. Literally, I want to help you guys do better with all these things that you don't like to do. You know, because that doesn't define you as an expert. You are good in what in the field of um, the field that you're in, the services that you're providing. Focus on that. Let the headache. Let the like. I don't like operations myself. That's why I did this. So. Okay, 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 okay. And what's the, are we still seed funding or where are we at now? Yeah. So when I first started in back in 2020, it was at the idea stage. Mm-hmm. So that's the pre-seed investment that I got. Right now, I'm still at pre-seed. Um, with the second investment that we're looking to raise right now, we'll do hopefully our seed funding. Sure. And what, what, what kind of numbers are you hoping for? Uh, hopefully, it's going to be an average of... 70 to 100. Okay. Yeah. 100,000 BD you're talking about, right? 70 to 100,000 BD. Okay. And what what's wh- what will that enable you to do? So far we are So how is that money going to be used yeah. basically? So so far right now uh, I was uh, I'm glad to say that I got the CTO on board again. Mm-hmm. This guy is taking care of like most of the stuff. So the whole amount is going to be divided on straightaway expansion. Okay. You know, so like working like uh, just Enhancing the website, releasing the application, and straight away expansion. Um, with the expansion, it's because I mentioned that we are the agency that helps people with uh, with improving themselves. We are very human centric, so I would need a couple of key players that are going to be established in different countries. And for us, also to operate, we need to open up uh, bank accounts and op- like let's say even whatever hospital offshore holdings you definitely going to be needed and an escrow escrow as well yeah yeah i mean definitely to, to make sure the payouts like this is one of the main things that why we need to have um external uh, presence sure because of the payouts to make it more legal let's say for the legalities and and do you see yourself currently operating mostly in the domestic market or do you want to jump into the big water immediately there was a significant growth in one year, like almost the well-being industry mm-hmm. has literally almost 15% growth since last year until this year, and it's growing very rapidly. Uh, Dan, can you can you do me a favor? Can you look up? Um, uh, I think it's called Goop. Goop. Uh, there's another. Um, there's a website called uh, Wellness. Uh, no, Goop. Uh, it's I think G O O P P. Maybe Goop. Yeah, it's with uh, that actress. Yeah, uh, 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 what is her name? Ga- ga- uh, I can't read it. <laughs> Gen- pardon me? Gran- Gwyneth? Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth. Gwyneth. Okay. Sleep Knocks. So she does wellness as well. This is, I don't, I, I think, after, can you go on wellness first, Dan? Wellness? Wellness, yeah. And then shops. Blah, 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 blah. G-spot vibrator, that's not what, that's not here or there. 
spirituality, parenthood, career, money, ethics, earth, and civils, the group, podcast, book club. Can you go, can you look up value? Wait, can you go back? Sorry, can you go, go, go to Google? And can you type in valuation? I think they've been valued at over a billion dollars, but this yeah. this could be just my imagination. Two hundred and fifty million dollars. I was uh, I was off by seventy five percent. I was far off. Um, but but can you look up a, a goop um, goop event? So this might be something interesting for your company. Is to is to go to they do pop up like like events where they get older. Older group, I think they called the, I, th I think they call themselves goopies. <laughs> yeah, they call themselves goopies, I think, and and they do like they go like to this Gwyneth Paltrow event where they like they show all these like new services and products. So okay. maybe this is a good space to put yourself in. Yeah. I mean, two hundred fifty million is not a billion, but it's still two hundred fifty million, right? No, I mean, like, um, I'm, I'm very passionate about this field, man. And um, there's a lot to give, especially that the wellness industry is still kind of new to, like, the MENA region as a whole. People are always investing in sports. Hmm. You know, there's a lot of money that's going into sports. But right now, since the past two years, wellness is becoming something that's very known. You get to hear a lot of people talking about mindfulness. A lot, a lot of people talking about mental health you know like all that voodoo around uh, uh, you know mental health is becoming kind of like kind of accepted right now people are talking more openly about it so you know these kind of matters is something that we want to touch upon and create more awareness more events more corporate programs for companies to for to, to create a better work environment and eventually who do we need to facilitate that is the experts and that's why we work as an agency to make them you know well-known position them help them and work with them okay let's strategize here a little bit um i think the best way for for your business to grow is uh through an email chain or we're not an email chain email marketing i think it's probably email best through marketing. through newsletters mm -hmm. so if i was in your position I would hire a really good writer from Upwork or whatever. Yeah, you spilled water all over yourself. <laughs> and uh, aren't you embarrassed? <laughs> I love how you put the camera on me as well. <laughs> We're going to use this in the highlight reel. <laughs> so yeah, I would write a newsletter and make it at 7 a.m. So obviously you can you can set the publication so it sends at 7 a.m., right? You don't fucking have to sit there and write yeah, it at 6, right? Yeah. These are the, the we're living the future now. Um, I'll get a really good writer, and then I would I would talk about topics that are particularly important in the wellness industry, mm -hmm. like and highlight how people have grown because of it, mm -hmm. happiness, blah blah blah. Like 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 I would do it almost an interview stylish, with 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 existing customer bases of your of your existing customer bases like like you just mentioned with the, with a with a lady who's married three kids blah 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 and 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 get a really really good writer put that as a story and every day five 
days a week or seven days a week, I would probably do five days a week. Send it as, as like 7 a.m. wellness coach, 7 a.m. highlights, 7 a.m. something, right? And you do that as a newsletter. Then you go on any of these like bot websites and just buy a ton of email addresses. They're pennies to the dollar. And then just start marketing your website through that, right? And that ingrates them in your customer space slowly over time. These are the people. You these are the people. And then when you have your website up and running, right? You have then these experts coming in. You can then showcase and put stories of those people. You don't make it as a sales pitch. You don't say like, oh, book your free consultation with Jim. No, 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 no. That sales funnel begins with, oh, um, uh, we're going to highlight today. Uh, this week, this week's highlight is Jim, who has worked with class clients, blah, 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 and helped fold solutions. And you need a really good writer to write it as an emotional piece. Because this is the thing with content. It's, it's people are sick and tired of feeling apathy. They want to be given a reason to care. They want to feel, right? But generally, because of how much like shit is thrown at you, you don't give a shit, right? You see a school shooting, it happens somewhere, you don't care. You see a place being bombed, you don't care. It's not where you live, right? People want to have a reason yeah, to care. A lot of people became desensitized. Emotionally. Yeah. yeah. And you, you, Let's see, like psychological uh, marketing is one of the key factors that uh, we need for this because more or less, why are you going to care about what we provide if you don't care about yourself you know, or you're about your health? Sure. So one of the main things is definitely um, we're going to work on, we haven't, to be honest, we haven't worked on putting like good amount of marketing because as I said, we when we piloted it, we just wanted to see the need for this. And when we were able to kind of get, um, get like a significant amount of um, like users and uh, experts utilizing it, you know, f as a start, I was like, we were happy with, with the result. And this is what I'm telling you. We, we actually won a couple of competitions and- oh, Fantastic, you know, absolutely. Um, and the fact is, we're not gonna stop. Like we want to get to the social aspect. I just told you about the community and that we kind of like, this is on a personal level that, I would, that I'm doing. You know, what is the dream here? Mm. On a personal level, I was able to reach out to a certain amount of people, right? Now as a collective, I could uh, literally live my dream through these experts because what we're doing right now is if I work with you as an expert, how many more people you'd be able to impact, right? Okay. So this is ultimately where I want to go with this. You're thinking of law of greater returns kind of situations. A again, I mean, that is that, and this is this. There's a, a few tying connections strenuously, but it's not really like, like, it's not causational. There's a correlation, but not causational. I still think that you, you should scrape up about 100 BD, 200 BD if you're fancy. No, no, don't, get, don't get me wrong. Like right now, this is one of the main things that we're going to work on uh, with the launch of the new website. Advertisements, when it comes to the newsletters, we, we actually do have our newsletter like up and running and they've been like we've been sending. And the beauty of this is, is it going to be bilingual? No, see, this is one of the main things. There's not a single platform out there that was providing, like, was, was providing what we've provided in both languages. It's, it's, sorry to interrupt you again, Hannah. Uh, uh, Dan, can you look up Scott Galloway? Scott Galloway? 
he's my he's the only professor I would do my, my masters with at NYU CERN. Um, he go on no mercy no malice. Left 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 first left first one. So this is any one of these. This is how he. This is his newsletters, by the way. Nice. So anyone, click anyone you want. Dan, Dan. And you can just scroll up and down. It's very. I mean, f it it makes sense for for him because this is he's a business focused guru, right? So it's very precise. It's very oh, high quality. Yeah. It's very beautifully designed. Nice. And he leverages his his newsletters for his teaching videos, his webinars, basically. And his webinars cost $1,000 to, to go in to do a course. And it, it's like seven days for two weeks, something like that. And it's one hour per, per day. Yeah. But it's not like him live. It's just like a recorded video that you get to watch. Yeah. And then once a week, once a week yeah. he then comes on to like like a live show and you can ask him questions nice. which is already pre-set questions yeah. <laughs> from the crowd but if you keep scrolling down i mean th these di these diagrams the stuff that he's he's written it he's done it he does it all nice oh this is like elegantly done now it's everywhere yeah and this is i think i mean this is even one of the worst ones he's done some really really beautiful ones um, he sold his company L2 Inc for around $250 million, something like that. But I was 75% wrong. <laughs> so, so cut that by 75%, you might, I might have a right figure. Well, that's amazing. Like, I mean, uh, I love how like resourceful you are in, in this aspect of things, like, especially when it comes to how detailed, like, you know, I never heard about the, uh, uh what no malice, it? no, no, yeah. no, um, George Galloway. Uh, no mercy, no malice. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really smart, and I think it's even smarter that he puts an audio edition for his newsletter. Nice. That is, no one is for whatever reason thought about that. Nice. Right. So he he reads through the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, scroll down, Dan. Look look at how beautiful these graphs are designed. Some of these. Yeah. Right. Very concise. Nice use of white space. He puts comments at the bottom. So he takes his, 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 his newsletters and then turns it into his, his website and then allows people to comment onto it to create even more feedback. Nice. This is interesting. I still think, right? I mean, this is even without your website up and running right now, I would still just hire a girl or a guy to do yeah, the yeah, writing, writing and, and just focus on that. Just focus on that, grow it, grow it, grow it. Make people really feel connected to your brand. And then when the website launches, then you'll have maybe like 2,000, maybe 1,000, maybe even only five. well, only, but if you had 500 people on it who genuinely care about what you produce and find it over it, that's 500 customers immediately. So this is kind of like, um, I've just seen like uh, our page has grown quite well and we had almost within the first year, mm -hmm. even though we worked with very minimal amount of ex experts, uh, we had over uh, 3,000 people who actually used our platform um yeah so three thousand two hundred and yeah like we had um and most of them are like paying customers as well so the the, the um thing is like as i mentioned before we we kind of um, talked about 
I had a couple of challenges, but right now, alhamdulillah, I'm, I feel like everything is stabling out, it's like kind of stabling out. And this is where we're going to, to the next step. And with this, I want to bring bring better services, better website, better uh, kind of uh, uh, momentum even to it mm. so that it's kind of going to, it will leave an impact to people and understand what's our values and what we're doing with this. So tell me now about the show. Yeah. So it is an investment uh, reality show. Okay. Similar to Shark Tank, as you mentioned, where we are being prepped since la- like since this month until uh, next month. And with it, there's going to be a recording of us actually sitting down with the investors, one go, even though it's a recording, but eventually it's one go, where you pitch in your idea, which is a which mine is going to be um, Dean Arshos, basically. Mm-hmm. And you give them the, the ask based on the equity. Uh, so that's me on the first, on the right side. Yo, represent me. Hey! <laughs> Anyways, so... Uh, yeah, so... This is... This is an, don't they have an office space, Liban? They do, yeah. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm not imagining that, right? Yeah, it is a co-working space as well, right? Yeah, so so the Liban is um, done by the uh, Liban is done by Hope, but uh, the the uh, the company actually that's providing the um, uh, what's called the boot camp mm-hmm. is Brink. Why does that sound familiar? Ah, okay, okay. I'm I'm kind of I feel I feel like there's a huge weight off my my chest. Yeah. Because for the last couple of guests that we've had on, I've had this like idea just buzzing in my head, which was, and every time I, I say it, I'm worried because I'm, 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 I, I'm committing it into reality. Uh, and uh, that was to have like three consultants on one side and then, then bringing in an entrepreneur who has to be vetted, obviously, and then spending an entire month with them, mm-hmm. giving them advice financially, their marketing, their operations, wellness sure whatever right and then following them with the crew while they're doing the decisions you have to dramatize it a bit right have some customers like paid actors coming in and yelling you got to make it entertaining right no one wants to watch something for 45 minutes where where he's just sitting in a cubicle that's that's not content right and so every time i said that out loud in back of my head i was like it's it's a little bit more com- <laughs> it's it's a little bit more commitment. It's a little bit more commitment. And now that I know there's Biban and other people who are already doing it, f- <laughs> so happy. Good, no, to be honest, like uh, season one was good. Sure. This time they're doing it so much better. And as you mentioned, this time they want to make it more entertaining. They want to they want to make it more dramatic. You know, they want people getting more engaged and. They want it to be more kind of realistic. They need a guy, get a guy from Egypt. They need a muscle, man. You know, they need somebody on. Who goes, hey, <laughs> you need somebody on who has like a real character. <laughs> but the beauty of it, you mentioned that they even, they're, they're prepping the, uh, the investors. You know, that's yeah. so right now it's, it's, it's kind of a show for us as entrepreneurs and for the investors. So sure. that's the beauty of it. So I guess... Um, Everyone is going to bring their A game. I, I mean, I, I can already imagine it. Like somebody comes up, shows like how much money they want, like 100,000. But they have like, I don't know, I don't know, like 
a dog cleaning business or something like that, right? Yeah. And then you can just like, I can already hear the edit in my head. Uh, it, it cuts, shows the, to, the, to the investors, and then it goes like, I would like 100,000 for this dog walk, dog cleaning, whatever business. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I already, the whole edit is already in my head. <laughs> oh, by the way, this is not a stink on Hanlow, by the way. I do, I do think your, your, your dog walking business is interesting and does deserve its finance. I'm talking about a dog cleaning business, but oh shit, does he do dog cleaning as well? No, 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 he doesn't. He's dog grooming. Yeah, only dog grooming. That's what, that's what, not what he said before we go on live. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he'll be insulted. <laughs> I'd like his dog walking business. I mean, um, I, th I think uh, the, the problem is with a lot, lot of investors out there, they don't have any, they, they don't have any, um, what's the right word? Ah, oh, fuck. Well, Dan, do you remember the word? Where it was full? Uh, they don't have enough, uh, uh, is it called gear? Yeah, the gearing ratio is right. Gearing ratio. What yeah. In the sense of they're they're asking for investors' money, but they're not willing to have any debt in their own business. If you're coming like, to me as no, an no, no, see, like for me, I would say let's say Luai from uh, Luai invested a lot of time and effort into his business. I would say, and the thing is, are we talking about Luai here? Yeah, like I'm just saying. In general, oh, okay. Right? I thought you meant you, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Luai, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like for me, I I kind of like right now is I mean I'm investing into my company by myself as well. And don't forget, like I'm doing this full time, even though I do the coaching, but I'm reinvesting it in my in my business as well. The only thing is, I will tell you is, um, we don't have the appetite for these kind of stuff, right? Like for for us, if you're gonna say the investors are not keen into seeing a dog walking application, and they're like and wellness, like this is not gym, I, you know I, what I mean? So like they might not be too open for the ideas. If it wasn't for hope, I would say, you know, for profiling us and understanding, you know what, this business is doing like X amount over there, like uh, on, on the other side of the world and where um, and is evaluated at this much, it will end up coming here. But eventually, why don't you kind of work around these entrepreneurs who are, are actually, you know, taking that first step initiative and supporting them financially to be able to kind of be the success stories from the region. But Habibi, I think we're miscommunicating. Uh, what I'm saying with Lo, and I told him this also on the show, it, he, he first, first he needs to set up an LTD, a limited trade comp, uh, bank account. Second, he needs to have debt, at least partly, on his company. Because if you're going to an investor and you have zero debt, that means to me as an investor, you don't believe in your fucking company and you don't want to spend your own money, you're coming to me to spend my money. And you can, you, we can play around the words and we can do it anything else. And maybe some investors don't see it that way. But I ain't putting a single penny of my own money if you're not willing to put any single penny of your own money. Okay, I did. Do you get what I mean with that? Yes, I did. Would you want to invest in my company? I did. Well, tell me more about it. What, All right. Yeah. Later. Absolutely. Right. But do you, would you? Would, would you? Uh, totally. Like for now, see, for me, like don't, I don't come from a background where I'm like I had family members who are into businesses. Like I... I had no one around me that would influence me or teach me this kind of stuff, right? I came from out of university, okay, uh, business background, but I went to the private sector and then became a government I sector. I understand, and Hamid, I so do. So when it came to businesses, in my mind, I thought, okay, if I want to start a business, either someone gives me the money 
uh, like family members and whatnot, or I will take a loan and start my own business. Thank you. Right? Uh, so this is the mentality. Of, but once I gone into this ecosystem of the startup communities and whatnot, I realized there's like oceans of money waiting for people like me to come up with an idea or a concept that was investable. Okay? But sure. I understand I understand where you like where you're coming from. Let's say I put a lot of skin into this. Sure. You know? Let's say like, you know for me if it wasn't uh, for me doing it on a personal level, as you mentioned, you you said it. My startup is me. Sure. Right. Because I started as a coach myself. I've I've done corporate wellness programs. I've done the services. I've utilized multiple applications and whatnot to manage my business until I got into a point where I understand the gap and I created a business out of it. So you know this is like you kind of made me <laughs> realize this uh, from a different perspective right now. So I've done my due diligence. So when I when I talk about my business, I know I have, you know, like I I have a track record sure. of how, like how does this work, what is needed, and how to implement it in the right way. Maybe as you mentioned, like there, there's a lot of things that are that I might need to learn and to implement right now, but I'm 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 always I keep myself teachable because eventually like you might have more experience than me you might have more pers- like more knowledge than me in these kind of aspects right so i mean I, that's that's the best way of of, of overcoming biases and co- uh, and cognitive dissonance is by always assuming a position of learning rather than a position of, of knowledge uh what, what dan can you look up uh don pruner effect hmm. I really uh-huh. make wor- Dan work today, aren't uh-huh. I? Uh-huh. How many tabs are we actually going to keep? <laughs> ah, whatever. <laughs> Is it the D- Dunning-Kruger effect? Dun- Dunning-Kruger effect. It basically means with... with oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for people who, who are listening and can't see the image and don't know what it is, it basically states that when you have a low amount of knowledge over a field of subject, you assume you have a high amount of skill. Right, and as you progress and you learn more about that skill, you realize that you have absolutely zero knowledge of this skill, yeah. and and it, it it's this it's this it's I don't know how to describe the curve for you, but it goes it goes a steep incline, I'm then so it crashes and then it slowly increases to the top. Yeah. Ironically, this is where the imposter syndrome come in, yeah. because yeah. people of high skill and high knowledge. Will often think that that they their their lack they they they're not an expert in that field, and so in fact what 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 occurs is that the curve bypasses and you have larger knowledge as actual knowledge than the perceived knowledge that you have, rather than the vice versa. I love this one. See when he, they start from nothing and then goes like, okay, I'm so great. You know, this is most of the people that I work with, and especially the fun, the ones that. They just jump into the coaching field or training field. This is where, like, they the ego comes in role. And when they start implementing what they learn, they get to know, like, you know, um, they get to see that they they're not as good as they thought. They because they are. This is where they the feedback comes in. Like, if I work with you and eventually I don't I don't bring you know um, bring the the results to the table, maybe it's because of you not putting in the work. But some people might come in and be like, you know what? I'm not satisfied with your service. This is straight away what goes to the, you know, um, to the dip. I would say here, what it says, I know nothing. You know, straight away they 
this is where this, uh, they get slapped. Impos- exactly. So the um, the imposter syndrome comes in, and you know you get to see them going and getting another certification and another certification, not because they want to like expand their knowledge and uh, like uh, provide different services, but they feel like they're not good enough, and literally, you know, the measure of how good you are is how well you could implement that knowledge and simplify it to the end user for like the receiver let's say or the consumer for them to utilize that as a tool and better their life or whatnot right i'm with you i'm with you but this this is by the way the don't footer effect i guarantee you anyone who's listening you're experiencing it right now i'm experiencing it right now at some capacity every human being experiences it and the weird thing is subconsciously we all do it we know about it yet we don't stop ourselves we can't it's 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 ingrained for whatever reason because we're again because we're not open to um criticism right you know, like, uh, in this culture, absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I wait that on a daily basis. Like, kind of, like for me, you know, like, I, I've just I learned how to humble myself at the end of the day because, you know, like I want to make sure that I keep on progressing in a way that I will be able to take all this that I know and still make it into bite-sized wisdom or let's say information for you to utilize it mm. because. Let's say if I work with sometimes the client, they're not on the same level as I am, you know. And if I'm not able to kind of sum it down, like a dumb it down or simplify it into the to simplest form for you to receive it, it shows how like how uh, I, I've been trying to choose the right words because this might offend a lot of Take people. Take your time. But offend them. <laughs> Fuck them. Okay. But it shows how like you're not an efficient expert because what what are you if you can't you know like at the end of the day if you're gonna work with me like let's say uh, like as a personal trainer do you want to know the the human uh, anatomy you don't want to know like you want to know like um, like this is called you know like like the quads you're barking up the wrong 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 tree with me son but that's the thing like you want to go like we're gonna work out today upper or lower like we go and make it as simple as possible for that you don't need to carry the weight of the type of information you're here to have a good time dude you're talking to a guy who can pull out of his ass the the donning kruger effect do you really think i would not be like oh tell me about the top head of the bicep and the lower head of the bicep can you tell me (laughs) (laughs) do you really not think i would be asking you about the three forms of the of the tricep muscle the upper medium and lower thank you so much like this is something for me as an expert i would enjoy this because you know like for me if we have someone that i could discuss matters and it shows that you're willing to learn i mean to understand mm. what is it that you're doing it's more like it's it makes me happier because now it's like it says you are interested in learning which gives me indication that you know what you are someone that i could at the end of the day teach and let you do it by yourself mm. which is literally what it, what should, what's the main goal of every expert okay the main expert like if you are an expert you are helping someone with an undeveloped area in their life until they are competent enough to depend on themselves, yes. not you. Yes, but you that's know? a moralistic uh, uh, aspect to it. This is a more ethical way of working. Right, because there's know? a lot of people who are just in it for the money, right? Exactly. Let's also be fair. To, 100%. No, right, and they're 100%. just out there giving you bad advice because they want that cash. Let's let's be honest as well, right? Of course, of course. Right, and so that differentiates you 
compared to everyone else. Uh, I again, I'm not telling you like I'm better than anyone, but at least I think you are. You know, like I'm just um, for me, I see it from a perspective where that I am ethical in this sense, you know, and uh, this is how I view it. So I, I, I think you are. I think you are. I think it's 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 great that you're. It's great that you're taking the time. And more importantly, you're putting yourself and your emotions out there to actually work with somebody and not just seeing someone as a, a method of a, a, an ends to a means, yeah. right? That you're just seeing them as a wallet, right? And you're taking that humanity out of it. Sure, there's still transaction. I mean, you've got to eat. Is. Everyone's got to eat, yeah. right? But that, that's, it is what it is. I, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, uh, let's, you've, you've brought yourself back into the client world. How many clients are you seeing at the moment? No. Yeah. You can make up a number for all I care. Just to give you my active clients, I would say my sweet spot is around seven sure. per month to make sure that it is it covers up my like the my expenses and my living standards. I would say, and it gives me enough time to be able to give them full attention. So I kind of limit it. I limit my clients per month like that. Okay. Hey, so you're but working other with other than that, these are the coaching experts. But right now, I started introducing the 6 a.m. class where I do like a group training. Uh, is it like a webinar? No, no, no. personal um, physical PT. training, PT. Okay. Yeah, so I do like a like a body weight exercises where I do 6 a.m. Sure. And starting August, I'll be having 6 a.m. Sure. For adults, uh, 2 p.m. for adults, 10 a.m. for kids as well. 10 a.m. for kids as well. Yeah. Okay. Do you think you're going to get a lot of adults at 6 a.m.? Um, so far, my class has six. Sure. And uh, this is something that's interesting. Even though, let's say, I've worked with a significant amount of people on coaching, still personal training is something completely new. It's like not less than a month old, right? And it's... Okay. I'm, I'm just sorry. My brain is trying to work out. Is it the seven that you mentioned were with you as, as, as a coaching? Are those the same six then? No. Okay, so these are two different numbers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when you like when it comes to the coaching, okay, these are individuals that I work with them like in, in the terms of well-being, right? Okay. So these are. <laughs> so you you, you gave me a migraine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a it's a collection between like uh, the one-on-ones, let's say. Okay. Right? But when I do the corporate, I mean, the, to do to do the group trainings, these are the um, the. Uh, personal trainings or let's say the group training that I've given. So I have three that I'm introducing in August and this has nothing to do with the one and the kids and the kids thing, which is a 10 is, is physical. Is, is physical. This is not what you're doing for the charity. This is a whole separate other thing. Right. And that's also purely physical, right? That's okay. And how much, so what's the, what's, what's the rates that we're charging here? Uh, for the uh, group training um, for the adults, I charge. Uh, it's it's the launching price that I'm having. Sure. So, um, the next month is gonna I'm gonna raise it up. So it's gonna be 50 BD. Putting scarcity okay. at it. I love yeah. it. So it's gonna be 50 BD per class for the, for the class for the whole month. Whole month. And then uh, 50 BD for the whole month of August. But you can pay 80 BD and get the gym membership with it. Okay, so are you working with a gym then? Yeah. Can, can you mention? Yeah, it's uh, it's called Reps, uh, Reps Fitness Center, which is in Jafar. Okay. So 
either you pay 50 for the classes, which is three three times a week. Okay. Or pay 80 and you have access to the whole gym. It's, that's 6 a.m. Yes. Okay. Okay. And ATBD, you're going to have like access to the gym uh, throughout the whole month where they provide as well as classes, um, like different kind of classes as well. Okay. Okay. But the kids class, I'm doing it. With Is there a discount associated with that gym yeah. when you're buying it with you at 80? Yeah. Maybe you should highlight that if you're doing the sales pitch. <laughs> ATVD, yes, it's gonna be okay. much more cheaper. Like, uh, with if you take it as a package, it's much cheaper. As okay. Well. And what about the kids then? The kids is gonna be forty uh, BD, and it's gonna be in Harad Model Youth Center. Okay. Uh, which is I'm associate like I'm working with. Uh, That's in Jafar as well. No, it's in uh, this eighteen. So how long does it, how do you wait? What? How do you get there then? How long does it take you to drive from from Jafar to there? 15 to 20 minutes. Christ almighty, okay. Because this is like Good. something, like a summer uh, summer camp uh, program that I'm doing with the Ministry of Youth and Sports with with these, uh, with the ministries. Uh, you gotta put your time in, son. And and uh, so so how many kids are we talking about? Um, if we put a cap of 15. Okay, oh wow, you put a cap on 15, so you're- We're you trying to make sure that doesn't go, like, depending on the space. Okay. We just want to make sure that it's comfortable for everyone. And that's how often? Also three days a this week? This is the first time, yeah, three days a week, uh, three days a week, yeah. Okay, a weekend or no weekends? No, no, so it's Sunday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Okay. Yeah, so six to seven, 10 to 11, three to four. And what about the coaching then? How much does that cost them? The coaching, let's say the, like the- uh, Do you charge by month or hour or how does no, that work? I, I do uh, I do one session if you want one session which is uh, four to five BD. Okay. Um, and the package of five is around two eight, no two hundred. Okay. Um, the personal training as well for ten sessions it's two eighty. So do you, do you, do you do a discount then I assume for your people that you're coaching to do also their PT? Yeah. So whoever is doing let's say well being and um, they like they want to do. So like a master package. Then. Yeah, I do like a all inclusive package which sure. is. Depending like on what kind of, pa I mean, how many sessions they're looking for. Okay, and that would also include the business as well, or would that not include that? For me, yeah. Like at the end of the day, I just want to, I, I don't want to just kind of consider like each and every one. If you're taking your well-being and be like, okay, Hamid, I need help with this, then should I, you know, like I help out as much as I can. Okay, you're not being like that's another twenty PD. You're asking me business questions, yeah, son. Yeah, you know. Well, that's the thing. Man. Like you want at the end of the day. You know, for me, why do I want to take your money? And why am I taking your money? As you mentioned, it's, a, it's an exchange of energy. That You're was a slip. <laughs> yeah. So, like, the thing is, um, you are here for a service, yet we're building a relationship. And if it's going to be something around, um, if this is meant to help a difficulty and to ease some of the stress and whatnot, why not? Like, let me help you as much as I can. Okay, 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 okay. Anything else you'd like to bring up? Anything else you, you want to add on to it? Uh, I'm launching the podcast. Sure. Which is just uh, the 1st of August. I had... I had uh, I'm going to be hopefully the first guest. If I'm not, then I'm going to be upset. I'll be more than happy to have you. The first guest, yeah? No. That's, no? Sorry. What the fuck? <laughs> I, what do you mean, no? So because the first, the first will be launched as the first it, episode. Yeah, it should be your mom then. Huh? It should be your mom and dad then. He's doing it solo. Not even solo. I have a speaker. What? 
the fuck? <laughs> I can understand if you're like, listen, Hamid, I can't do it. You the f I mean, we even have the same fucking name. I, I, unbelievable. Unbelievable. What are you talking about? Okay, okay. Let's rewind. I, let's rewind. I'm thinking of launching my new uh, podcast. Would you like to be on it? If, as long as I'm first, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> fuck it out. <laughs> If you would have said, listen, son, <laughs> see how upset I am? If you would have said, like, listen, son, I, it's like mom and dad, they have to be like first episode. I'd be like, yeah, okay, sure, I can understand that. Oh, man, no. Fuck it out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so how often are we planning to do this podcast? What's, uh, what's the. To be honest, to be able to juggle around everything that I have, it might be once a month. Once a month? Yeah. Get, let me give you some advice, son. Once a week. Once a week. It's not doable. Yeah, it is. It's two hours in a day. Just don't sleep. We'll think about that. And I'm actually planning on having, bringing back like the community gatherings I said. Mm -hmm. So we're planning on launching a breakfast club as well. Okay. So again, that's going to be once a month. That's the <laughs> once a month thing as well. Yep. Okay. And that's going to be weekends though, I assume, right? Yeah. And that's, you're going to invite who? Past and present clients? Past, present clients, and people that are part of the community. Like stakeholders. I do actually have a WhatsApp group that's people that kind of came into my previous talks or people that, that participated in the uh, initiatives that I did before. So we just have, I have like a WhatsApp group that has a couple of people in it. So we're inviting these people in. And eventually, they might bring their friends, and eventually, it will drag into. You, you know what could work for him really well, then? I think what we'll talk about this later, but I think what you need to set up is a Discord server. Okay. Right? I think that might, that might be. Do, do people, I mean, here, do a lot of people use Discord? I know gamers do. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm I'm, you always want to be ahead of the curve, son. Okay. Right? Well, if you do it first, or you're you're one of the first to do it, while everyone else is trying to get used to it, you're already out doing it. Right. So I think a Discord would work really well with with I you guess, for that platform. I guess Hamid is becoming my strategist. Hey, dude, this is part of the show. Come on, you get free advice. I mean, what can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I really enjoyed the talk, man. I, I hope you enjoyed it. I yeah. hope you do. So, how do people find you if they want to check you out? Well, I am on every platform as dinarshow.com. Okay. Oh, sorry, uh, dinarshow bh. Sorry. Okay. Uh, dinarshows.com is my business account. So. Why the bh? Remove the bh, son. Because there is someone who took dinarshow, and she's not even using the uh, the account. I tried to get in touch with her, <laughs> but because I I used this and it actually grew, so eventually I opened up every other platform as one. How about this? I'll tr I'll try to reach out from my contacts and I'll try to get you a blue tick. Okay. To to we'll talk about it after the show a little bit. Nice. Because it's not an easy process, and then we can see if you can get the other accounts. Yeah. Sounds good, man. All right, cool. Anything else you'd like to add? Anything else you want to speak uh, out to the public? Your fans, your friends, your family. I would Love say you, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, first of all, I would say thank you. Thank you for having me, man. Uh, even though I actually 
was finding this a bit odd, not having a phone number or email to get here. But um, I found a bit odd that a guest called me fat. But here we are. I mean, I this is <laughs> bigger, kind of taller, you know, like built, built big. like a house. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, thank you for having me, and uh, thank you for what you're doing, man. Pleasure is um, all mine. You know, um, other than that, for people, please, you know. Invest in yourself. Um, I know sometimes people don't see the significance around it or they see it like a luxury service, but you are what kind of, you are the one that's going to last, you know, the end of, until the end of time of your time, basically. So take good care of yourself, invest in yourself, and try to better yourself at least 1% a day. Uh, always progress over perfection, I'd say. Um, I wouldn't sell myself, but eventually, if you have an undeveloped area that you might need help with, please reach out to me or any of uh, any expert. Remove that idea that I might um, no, I don't need help. You know, first of all, because eventually, if you go to any new job, with like from schools, we had teachers in university, we had professors. At work, we had supervisors and training. You you always had someone to kind of help you elevate right in our case right now we have these experts so please reach out to help you elevate your your life skills or your health and whatnot other than that stakeholders investors you know we have a business if you'd like to kind of have a piece of the cake you're right here i think so too i think if you're an investor right now and you're looking for something that is in the middle east something that's interesting um, I would definitely give it a check out. I think it's, especially if you're looking for, for, for coming in early, I think this is a really great opportunity. Um, for the people out there, for the, for the intrinsic value of improving your life has the benefit of 10xing your value, not just from a monetary standpoint, but also your happiness. You know, If you're happy, your kids are happy, your wife is happy, it makes everything else work, right? 100%. I think um, you, should, you, should give, you should give Hamid a shout out or message him ASAP. He's already working with seven people. I don't think he can work with a lot more with a lot more on his timetable while running a business. I think what your max is like ten people, I'd imagine, right? So there's maybe three more seats. So I would say rush, hurry up, contact, and book. Other than that, dude, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, thank you very much. Man. Yeah, you Thanks like that sales pitch? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Man. Thank you so much.